Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriach Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy Druids in cars going to festivals. So it's been a crazy season. So it's been an especially crazy season. And uh, as folks listening from home or wherever they may be, most likely home. Probably not commuting. Probably not commuting. uh, We are not in a car at the moment and we are not going to a festival. We are. In a backyard with crickets. Yes. Um, it's been that year. Yeah. And we have not been, we've not physically gone to any festivals. No, we've virtually attended some, but that's a little light on the uh, driving. Just a little bit. <laughs> and we were very fortunate that we had... I don't even remember how many hours in the car on the way to Harvest Nights and back. More than, we had more than 24 hours in the car. I don't know that we recorded all 24 hours in the car. We certainly came close. <laughs> we were in the car for 24 or more hours, yes. And and as this season has worn on, you've heard that we became more and more slap happy Yes. on that car trip. I did so. like how you arranged our season to kind of echo that <laughs> progression <laughs> it certainly became that way yes um but yeah we were very fortunate that we had managed to record a full season in one festival we did um and we don't foresee that necessarily being the the case with the upcoming season since we are still not going to festivals right um but you know we we decided that it was about time and we made it long enough. Yeah, this is about where our season has ended the past couple of seasons. Yeah. So. We usually get into September and, and that's the end of it. And yeah. that's kind of where we trickled off this year. Um, Up until spring. So. Yeah. And so this is the end of season three of Druids and Cars going to festivals. Officially. Officially. Um, with an expected season four to come, we just don't know what form it'll take yet. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to have us record possibly over the winter um, so that we have stuff to release in the spring, but... I think we probably will. We won't be in cars and we won't be going to festivals, (laughs) but I think there's still plenty to talk about as my enormous list of topics uh, Continues to grow, yes. (laughs) Um, I do know that right now, next festival season is, is looking optimistic. I know that Convocation is intending to go ahead... Um, with in-person at the moment. That may change. Trillium is intending to go ahead with Mm -hmm. in-person, which also may change. Um, Wellspring this year moved to 
uh, move from Memorial Day to Labor Day, and I expect it will probably move back to Memorial Day. That's this my assumption. Here. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there there are festivals in the planning. Uh, I think one of the most interesting things was that we had two ADF festivals that were fully virtual. Right. There was Summerland and there was Wellspring. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were we were involved in the planning and execution of Summerland, and Stone Creed was involved in the planning and execution of Wellspring. Um, and both of them went pretty well. I really enjoyed both of them. I think I, I definitely got different things out of both of them. Oh, yeah. Um, Summerland, we planned more... I, I would say it was almost similar to how Pagan Fires has been for us. Yes. Where it was a full day of workshops and then a bardic circle at the end. Um, whereas Wellspring had an open chat room as like a... So they only had one workshop at a time, whereas we had two workshops at a time. But they had... So they had the one workshop and then a room of just social chat, which was really great. And it was the closest we were able to get this year to having that around the fire conversation. Well, except for the video that I put out. Except for the <laughs> except for the shoes in the dryer video that we put out. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, but no, I mean it, it was it was a weird year as it has been for everyone in everything that we've done. Um, but it's also been kind of one of those years where you you've I, at least, have had a chance to, to look at what I'm doing and, and try and figure new things out, too. I mean, I've had to make a lot of revisions, but more out of necessity than choice. I don't think I would have chosen to make I a lot of the changes that I made. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly would not have, have chosen to do the things that I did. Um, but, I mean, it's it's been yet... Even though we haven't been able to go and do things, it's still been a very productive year. It has. Surprisingly, it's been a very productive year. What are some of the things you did? I Well, I experimented with some stuff towards the beginning of all of this. Waves her hands at everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I experimented with doing, uh, like, omen-taking sermons. Which was cool. I would still like to explore that some more, but I hit a wall, and it just wasn't going to happen. Walls happen in pandemics, I yeah, hear. Yeah. Um, I've been putting together a full-fledged children's education program, which has definitely been taking up a lot of my time and attention. I'm really enjoying doing it. That's the Little Oaks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I figured if we were kind of partially homeschooling anyways... We may as well include religious education in that. Might as well actually homeschool, yeah. <laughs> so so I started putting that together, and, you know, I'm publishing something every week, um, which yeah. is going really well. And that's going through your Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then some things, you know, I've I've lost. I haven't been playing as much music. Um, you can't get together with your musical partners. I know. I, I don't have my, my Bardi group in person anymore, so we're not, because playing over Zoom is a train wreck. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So, so we haven't been doing that as much, but I've, I've deepened more on a, um, personal but productive level, I guess. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I've, I've done a crap ton of things. Um, and not all of them by design. 
by any stretch of the imagination. So um, right about the time you start experimenting with the, the omni sermony things, um, I ended up doing live prayers on Facebook. And I had no intention to do them daily, nor did I have intention to do them for a hundred days, which is what I ended up with. You did it for a hundred (laughs) days. It was a hundred straight days of prayers whenever I could fit the time in. And that was really difficult with kids at home and a work schedule that was... (laughs) Kids at home, work at home. Yes. (laughs) Everything at home. Everything at home. Um, (laughs) So there was that. Um, So I did that for a hundred days. I also, uh, I ended up physically writing to a bunch of people. So I wrote to a bunch of our, our Grove members, friends of the Grove, people that I hadn't seen at Grove events for years. Um, and that was really good. I, I essentially sent everyone their own personal magical working, their, their own personal sigil, um, which I designed on the fly as I was writing to them. Uh, <laughs> I should really write about that, shouldn't I? You should. Um, <laughs> That was that was one of the strangest and and most weirdly intimately magical experiences that I've I've done. It was also <clears> really <throat> connecting though, getting it in the mail. Yeah, physical stuff is really useful, I think, when everything is virtual. Um, and a couple, about a month later, I also, when we were starting to talk about reopening, which is kind of the same place that. We are now. now. It hasn't moved much. The needle hasn't gone anywhere since then, and that was in May. Um, I uh, I put together a set of reopening workings because what I found while I was talking to people was that people were very, well, understandably anxious and nervous and frankly frightened about the idea of going out in public with a bunch of people um, in the middle of the pandemic. And so I put together a set of reopening workings and sent those out. Um, and that was actually a much broader set of people because I was able to mass produce those (laughs) and mail them. Um, and, uh, uh, so that included things like how to bless your mask and, um, how to armor yourself before going out. Uh, and it was maybe a little bit more complicated, should have been, but it was, it was useful, I think. Um, and you can still find those on my Patreon as well. The uh, the other thing, the other things that I've started to do, I, I put a lot more time into production of stuff because now I had more time in front of the camera and I could do that. <laughs> um, and so I, I did things. And, and a lot of it was based around connection and trying to provide that because I mean, that's what you've got to do, yeah. right? Yeah. Is there anything that you that fell off your plate? Oh, everything fell off the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I meant more in particulars. <laughs> uh, no, there, there's nothing that I, I look at and I say, well, that was a bust. Um, I meant I mean, more like for me, like the thing that fell off my plate that I miss most is music. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I miss seeing people in ritual. Well, but there's that. nothing to be done about that. Also that, but there's nothing to be done about there, that. There's literally nothing to be done. Um, and the weird thing about always working at home with your family around is that it seems like you would have more time for things, but you really don't. No. And so a lot of that stuff kind of just gets eaten up. 
Part of me is a little bit vindicated being a stay-at-home parent. I'm like, ah, yes, now you all understand. <laughs> Indeed, we all understand. Um, not being a stay-at-home parent and now staying home, I, I totally, <laughs> totally grok you. Um, I, I think the, the things that I miss most are all about the in-person stuff. Because my work, my, my personal work, my personal fire is public ritual. And we did some of that. I mean, we did together. You and I did yeah, those a couple have been, of... Yeah, of all the stuff, that's been the most fulfilling is when the two of us are actually able to be part of our core and pod and get together. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did the, the Animal Crossing right. That was so much fun. We, I forgot about that. We learned how to stream <laughs> video games and do ritual at the same time. It meant time. both of our vocations at the same time. It did. I got to do experimental ritual, and you got to learn new technology. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty pretty exceptional. We'll put a link to that as well. We'll put a link to all sorts of stuff in the, in the description. Cool things in case you missed it. Yes. Which... If you miss something in this pandemic, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> to which I, to which I also say, of course you did. We all did. Um, none Sarcasm of us, noted. Yes. <laughs> none of us saw all the things we wanted to see. Um, but no, it's been, it's been good. I feel very fortunate that we had content to push out to provide yeah. a little bit of normalcy. At least. Yeah, and I definitely, you know, I, I've heard from folks over the past few months that at least the things we recorded last year were still meaningful this year, yep. even in these weird times. Yep, and like you said earlier, we've got more to do. Our list is long, but we take requests. So if there's something you want to know about, something we can banter on about for a little bit... Um, yeah, and it can be know. informational, or it can just be, like, more abstract as, like, what are your thoughts on this? Yep. Um, and we can't hit them all, and sometimes we, uh, we we look at a topic and we're like, I have no idea what to say about that. <laughs> but we'll give it our best shot. Yeah. I would love to have, even as long as the list is, I would love to have more topics for us to kind of pick and choose from. Yep. And requests tend to flip top. They do. I put the request in a separate category. Because a lot of those are our ideas, which just aren't as good as your requests. Exactly. <laughs> so, shoot us an email at, is it druidsandcars at threegrains.org, or is it podcast at threegrains.org? I, I think, think it's both. I think it's both, actually. Anyway, send it to both, and we'll get it twice. <laughs> um, even better. So, but yeah, we, we'd love to hear, we'd love to understand what you guys did too during this pandemic i think that would be a really fascinating thing we yeah. should do we should do listener mail at some point oh we should do listener mail yeah so send us listener mail so that we can find out what you guys did send us a voice memo or a written a written letter and one of us will read it yes however you'd like to do that is fine i like it and if we find out a way to upload those We'll let you know that, too. It can be bonus content over the winter. There we go. We do have bonus content. There's uh, there's some fabulous bits of us singing. Oh, is that? You haven't put that out yet? I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> the Jan and Michael duo at 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you'll just have to wait for that one. Um, but no, there is bonus content to come out. There's some still some back 
episodes that there have are. been released. We have that, a bunch of like hour long episodes that we haven't released. We do, and we need to to wrap those and put them out. Um, but we also, I mean, sometimes they just don't fit, and that's no. okay too. Um, no, but I've definitely like tell us what you've done over the past six months or whatever. And we're almost to nine months now. Nine, whatever. <laughs> nine months. Send us what you've done over the past... Well, however long it's been. However long it's been. And we would love to hear about it, and we would love to share what other people are doing, too. Yep. So if, you, uh, if you've got a nifty idea on how to continue the festival process in our new normal, we'd like to hear that, I think. I would also just like to hear, like, I know we both experimented with different things. Oh, so much experimentation. And I would love to hear what other people experimented with. Yes. Yes. What was successful and what failed. Yes. It's nice to know what fails because, I mean, that's just, we all fail at stuff all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good to know that. So, well, something that I didn't get the chance to do that bog out back of my new house oh yeah never really got back there once the weeds got higher and the ticks came out so, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great backdrop behind my house it's wonderful and uh yeah it's also full of ticks so yes well springtime maybe i'll use it again maybe so yeah drop us a line we love to hear from you and thanks for listening this season there's more to come and keep circulating the tapes. Keep circulating the tapes. Thanks. Thanks for listening, and there's more to come. We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org. If you would like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids in Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.